0: Yeah, 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 we know medical care requires informed consent, but laws require informed consent, politics, entrepreneurship, how you engage in your diet, health, exercise, even relationships. These all require a place of being informed. And I am so sick of being called a conspiracy theorist for using my brain and in being informed. So that's how this podcast came to life. This is informed consent. I'm your host, Brooke Bocce. Let's start talking. If you would have asked me when I launched Informed Consent, if I would be doing an episode all about the benefits of raw milk, I would call you crazy, (laughs) literally crazy. I, for the longest time, have essentially feared dairy. I have cut it out of my diet for A couple years now, but really heavily in the last year. And I noticed huge benefits cutting it out. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'm just going to be that person that just doesn't consume dairy. I was very bloated. My face was super swollen all the time. I mean, you can look back on old pictures of me and I can tell you one thing. I was lighter, if not maybe the same weight that I am now, but I look like I weighed 50 pounds more. Because my face was so swollen, I was inflamed, I didn't have good energy. And so when I cut out dairy, I, I saw a lot of health changes in the positive. And so I was like, yep, yeah, dairy just ain't for me. It's fine. But in the last year, I've seen a lot of conversations about raw milk get brought up in the more holistic, natural, crunchy. Mom, you could say groups and the benefits of it, how it's dramatically changing people's health and how it's even supporting pregnant women. And it's incredible for babies and children. And so, of course, me being the research freak that I am, I'm like, okay, is this a fad? Is this a thing? Like, what's going on here? I mean, I know raw milk's been around for a long time, but like, what is the big deal? So I research and I learn. And I will be completely honest with you, I was really not going into it with an open mind because in my mind, I'm like, dairy, I know what dairy did to me. I am not doing it. And then I started researching and researching and researching. And through my research, one of the things that was astonishing to learn is that going back in medical literature, 50 some years, there has been no reported deaths from the consumption of raw milk. But in that same time frame, there has been dozens of reported deaths with pasteurized milk and pasteurized milk products. That is what people consume. And yet raw milk is feared and we're told it's illegal and we're told that it can kill us, right? So my mind always goes one way. If they're telling us one thing, and when I say they I mean, you know, they're telling us one thing. I'm probably going to go the other way. And that's where the whole raw milk journey started with me. In my mind, I'm like, they have been pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing to stay away from raw milk, stay away from raw milk, stay away from raw milk. But think about it. Do they make any money on raw milk? No, (laughs) because raw milk is directly from farmer to consumer. But with pasteurized milk, they can commercialize it. They can have an in-between stage. They can have so much more profit with commercialized milk. Yet commercialized milk, aka pasteurized milk, the the standard milk that we see everywhere. And when I say milk, guys, I mean dairy products, right? Because it starts with milk, but that gets turned into cheese. That gets turned into butter. That gets turned into yogurt, all the things. Pasteurized milk has harmed more people than raw milk has, and yet we are told to fear raw milk. And so on today's episode, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but we're going to dive into raw milk, and I am going to show you guys firsthand how you can change your opinion on things. But before we get into it, I want to get into one of the sponsors of the show. What if I told you that there was a collagen product on the market today that also helps to melt away your fat? I have found a product that not only has patented bioidentical and bioavailable collagen, which basically means it's identical to the human body. So not only do we fully absorb it, but we recognize it so we actually can utilize it, but it also can burn fat. TRIM not only includes the daily recommended collagen hyaluronic acid matrix collagen, but it includes CLA, which is conjugated linaic acid. This helps to accelerate fat reduction, reduce fat cell line, reduce fat cell formation, improves your muscle tone, boosts your metabolism, helps you burn more calories, and promotes lean body composition. I don't know about you guys, but summer is right around the corner and I am working on my beach body right now. And this product has helped dramatically me help burn those fat cells, but also work on that body composition. So if you are wanting to shred some extra fat, this summer while also supporting your body's natural collagen levels you can try the trim i personally love the chocolate it tastes like brownie batter it is so good and you can actually try it for ten dollars off it's super simple to order go to modir.com that's M O D dot com and search for trim collagen. Again, my favorites, the chocolate, it tastes like brownie better, but there's so many other delicious flavors that are all vegan, organic, natural, gluten-free, low, low, low sugars, no artificial sugars, no artificial sweeteners, all very, very good ingredients while also tasting delicious. So again, go to com and search for Trim Collagen. And at checkout, use code four eight four two one three two to save you $10 off your first order. I feel like as we talk about raw milk, we just, we got to get down to the nitty gritty. Let's just rip off the band-aid and first talk about why is raw milk quote unquote illegal, which we'll get into. It's not completely legal. And and why is it feared? So during the Industrial Revolution, farm animals were tucked into cities and factory farmed in high rises. They were so sick and malnourished from living in close quarters and away from their natural environment that their milk became dangerous to consume. Instead of taking the animals back to the pasture where they belonged, their milk was heated to kill the bacteria and make it, quote unquote, safe to drink. So essentially what happened here is there was an instance where cows became sick. We realized that we can heat the milk and kill bacteria that was grown from these sick cows and consume it. So essentially a way that we can get away with consuming milk from sick animals. That's really a gross concept to think about. But but here's the thing. We have learned since this situation and through medical literature, as I share, that raw milk is not dangerous to consume. And you ask yourself, then if raw milk isn't dangerous to consume when the animals are properly raised, because here's the problem, as we have grown in our culture and society so much. Our animals, it's very hard to find them raised the way they were meant to raise. Eating and consuming grass and roaming free on in pasture land and, and open space and not commercialized, you know, completely just crammed together, being fed off of grains and cardboard and unhealthy foods, right? Like there's a difference. Of course, raw milk from a conventional cow that's grown conventionally, aka grain-fed, not pasture-raised, is going to be much different than a grass-fed animal. And and I've talked about this on the show when when we talk about meat, when we talk about eggs coming from pasture-raised chickens. But but let's continue to go forward on the subject of why is raw milk, quote-unquote, still illegal? And I say this all the time, and I'm going to say it again, follow the money, friends. Why do you think raw milk is pushed so far away? And, and when I say pushed, I mean convinced, and, and, and so many people are convinced that raw milk is so bad for you. And if we look at the science and the studies, it's not as long as it's from right a healthy animal where it's meant to belong. You just got to follow the money. Really think about it. What do you think would happen to the conventional dairy farming industry if the FDA legalized raw milk and shut down conventional farming? Conventional dairy is a high dollar industry and lots of people make lots of money from it. Guys, I've said it before. They don't want you healthy, they want your money. If they wanted you healthy, there'd be a lot of things that would be different. Think about it this way. Raw milk in some states is illegal, but yet prescription drugs are legal. And yet yearly, statistically, according to medical literature, yearly deaths from raw milk equates to a big fat goose egg, zero. Guess how many yearly deaths comes from FDA-approved prescription drugs, 1.06 million. Now, I I do want to add that the CDC did report that during 2007 and 2012, a total of 81 outbreaks were associated with non-pasteurized milk. They were reported from 26 states. These outbreaks resulted in 979 illnesses and 73 hospitalizations. but no deaths were reported. So I'm not going to sit here and say that you can't get sick from consuming raw milk, but there's no reported deaths. And then you can sit there and go down the rabbit hole. Well, you can get sick from other things. Like for example, this whole concept that listeria is so bad. And that's why we can't consume cold cuts. Did you know you have a higher statistical odds of getting listeria from our produce, such as like your spinach and your lettuce from the grocery store, than you actually do from getting cold cuts? You can get sick and you can get food poisoning from a lot of things. Does that mean that everything that we could possibly get food poisoning from needs to be illegal? Those who oppose raw milk honestly do so for fear of contamination during the milking or the bottling process. There is no data supporting the notion that raw milk is inherently dangerous to consume. The concerns only arise when the health of the cows or the sanitary precautions taken during milking are in question. I can tell you one thing. I sure as hell do not want to consume raw milk from a conventional cow that is eating cardboard and grains and is literally in it for the profit. But I am much more apt to consume raw milk from a farmer who prides on their grass fed cows that roam openly, that are doing what they were designed by God to do. Cows were not designed by God to be tight and closed quarters, and literally groomed and raised just for the sole purpose of trying to produce as much possible products. Now, what exactly is raw milk? Let's kind of go a little bit in reverse. What is raw milk? So basically, simply put, raw milk is unpasteurized milk. It is common for raw milk to be non-homogenized, meaning essentially that the cream will rise to the top. Prior to 1862, all milk consumed was raw milk. Now, now think about this this way. What do you think our ancestors drank? What do you think our ancestors consumed? And, And still, aside from that, what do you think farmers that actually have their own farms consume? Do you really think farmers milk their cows and then send it off to go get processed to then? take it back to consume it. Guys, people have been consuming raw milk for a long, long time. You know, I made a, this whole idea of raw milk got started because not even the idea, but me wanting to talk about it so soon on this show is because I shared on my social media, my focuses for 2023. And one of those things was I wanted to implement more raw milk into my diet. And I found it very interesting because I actually had a lot, a lot of people messaging me, people that I never really communicated with, but people messaging me saying, oh, I've been drinking raw milk for years. I grew up on a farm or my family grew up on a farm or I've been drinking raw milk for years. It's so good. And people I would have never expected. I had a lot of people asking questions, the standard questions. Isn't it illegal? Can't you die from it? Oh, my gosh, you're trying to have a baby. You absolutely should not be doing that. It's so harmful for your baby. And then I had a couple doctors saying how dangerous it was and how I can die from it. Just to put that into perspective a little bit, I can die from raw milk. That's what doctors are told in med school. I wonder if they're taught how much medications can kill their patients because again, we share that statistic, but I I share that because I had so much questions and, and so many people asking me things. And I was like, you know what? Here we go. Boom. Podcast episode. Let's do it. Informed consent. That's what we do on the show. I, I share my research. So let's continue going into the research. According to public health officials, pasteurization is necessary to make raw milk safe and extend its shelf life. Money. These officials insist that pasteurization does not harm the nutritional value of milk. These statements are misleading and actually factually incorrect. We're going to go into this very, very heavily, but many nutrients and immune-enhancing components are absolutely destroyed by exposure to high heat and temperatures during pasteurization. Not only during pasteurization, but homogenized processes. Homogenization is where essentially they take it and squeeze it through a tiny filter at about 4,000 pounds per square inch. That makes the fat molecules smaller and the milk premier by a factor of 10 not to mention the heat and pressure causes fat to oxidize and become rancid once homogenized these are enzymes there are enzymes in the milk broken down in its smaller state that allows the fat to bypass intestinal walls and enter the bloodstream and react with arterial walls the body then protects those areas with cholesterol have you heard that dairy raises your cholesterol mm-hmm here's the thing guys when we eat or drink foods that have been pasteurized or even homogenized the increase in unprocessable proteins forces the body to use up as many enzymes and other vital nutrients to process it then the smaller protein fat and sugar particles and the denatured milk easily pass through the intestinal lining and cause inflammation and allergic reactions because the enzymes in your gut are overwhelmed with the quality of the small particles and proteins that is not present in raw milk. This is not present in raw milk because again, raw milk does not go through the pasteurization or the homogenization process. Pasteurization has been shown to reduce the bioavailability of calcium and phosphorus it has been shown to reduce the presence of copper and iron. It has been shown to reduce vitamins A, B-complex, C, and D. It has been shown to destroy probiotics, including lactobalacillus and pediococcus. It has been to destroy probiotics and activate beneficial enzymes, including lactase, alkaline phosphate, and lactoperoxide. It has also been shown to destroy beta lactoglobulin. Think about it this way, guys. We are told to stay away from processed foods. We, we talk about it a lot on the show. I'm sure everyone at some point in their life has heard that processed foods are not good for you. Did you know that commercial milk is the most widely accepted processed food? Dr. Joseph Maricola states that contrary to the reports that they say raw milk can make you sick, it is safe to drink. The important thing to consider here is the quality of the product and how it is made. The cow needs to be healthy and organically raised in a pasture to help minimize the amount of toxic herbicides and pesticides. This helps lower the risks associated with drinking raw milk. The TheRealMilk.com is one of my favorite sources for learning about raw milk, guys. I will link it in the show notes, but they state as well that real a.k.a. raw milk, that has been produced under sanitary and healthy conditions is a safe and healthy food. It is important that the cows are healthy, they're tested free of tuberculosis and undulant fever, and that they do not have any infections such as mastitis. The cows should be eating food appropriate to cows, which is mostly grass, hay, or silage, and only a small amount of grain, if any. The milk should be full fat milk, as many important antimicrobial and health-supporting components are in full fat. The cow should be milked under sanitary conditions, and the milk should be chilled down immediately. Again, it is so important to remember that raw milk, guys, has been consumed for thousands of years. History actually tells us that animal milks have been consumed by humans since the beginning of animal domestication. Those who oppose human consumption of animal milk often reference the negative aspects of commercial pasteurized milk, AKA myself, (laughs) but like for real though, that is me. I sat there and opposed milk and I was like the one person who was always like, no dairy, no dairy, no dairy. And guys, I still think that way, but not when it comes to real milk or raw milk which again, we then we can talk about raw butter and raw cheese and all the things, right? Because the pasteurization and all of the vitamins and nutrients and and probiotics and, and minerals and everything that's good is essentially removed during the pasteurization process. Again, pasteurization destroys critical enzymes that help our bodies digest milk. Hello, there's enzymes in raw milk that help us digest milk. That is removed during the pasteurization process. So those like myself who despise dairy because they couldn't digest it, aka why I was so inflamed, ding, ding, ding. I probably just need the enzymes that are actually in the raw milk. Not only during the pasteurization process of a healthy animal, but think about it like this. The modern Halston is the source of the most commercial milk. This breed of cow, and I apologize if I didn't pronounce it correctly, you guys should know by now that I pronounce everything wrong, (laughs) but this breed produces three times as much milk as the old fashioned cow and requires a special corn and soy enhanced. We've talked about soy on the show and they're fed with regular antibiotics. Even without the use of genetically engineered bovine growth hormone, the milk from this cow contains high levels of growth hormones. Industrial milk and other dairy products also not only are removed and stripped of so many nutrients, they also contain additives like coloring, texture enhancing slime, bioengineered enzymes, vegetable oils, aka seed oils dangerous oxidized cholesterol, and neurotoxic, which means it's toxic to the brain, amino acids. Do you guys want to know the breakdown of some nutrient and immune factors that is in raw milk versus pasteurized milk? Every single one of what I'm going to share with you right now is 100% active in raw milk. In pasteurized milk, vitamin A, there's a 35% reduction in the vitamin A contents in pasteurized milk compared to raw milk. Vitamin C levels are reduced by 25 to 77%. Vitamin E levels are reduced by 14%. Iron urine levels are reduced by 66%. Zinc levels are reduced by 70%. Vitamin B complex is B-complex vitamins are reduced by 38%. Immunoglobulins is damaged. There's none. Calcium is reduced by 21%. Enzymes go through 100% destruction. Whey protein is denatured. Lactoferrin is 100% destroyed. Folate is completely inactive in pasteurized milk. Probiotics are 100% destroyed in pasteurized milk. And glutathione, which is an incredible, is incredible nutrient, is denatured. Whoa, right? Like, whoa. So what are some of the benefits of raw milk? Obviously, we've seen that raw milk contains enzymes that are activated because they are not destroyed. And when they're activated in the digestive tract, it helps you digest the milk and many of the other components. So you actually are able to not only absorb, but digest all of these nutrients and minerals. Raw milk from healthy cows and goats who graze on grass and soak up lots of good sunshine Just like humans, animals need to soak up that sunshine too. It's a much better source of vitamin A, D, and K than milk from factory farmed cows. Raw milk is a fantastic source of calcium, magnesium, and potassium. A large portion of these minerals is lost during high-heat pasteurization – Raw milk also contains a lot of healthy bacteria that supports a very strong digestive system. Unfortunately, these helpful bacteria, like I shared, are destroyed during pasteurization. The butter fat in whole raw milk contains vitamins A and D, which are needed for proper intake of calcium and protein found in the watery portion of the milk. Without butter fat, the milk's protein and calcium are different for our bodies to use, which is why it's so important to consume whole milk. There is no other food like raw milk. And in the sense that it has a built-in safety system, Raw milk contains numerous bioactive components that kills pathogens in the milk. It also prevents pathogen absorption across the intestinal wall, and it strengthens the immune system. Part of the safety system that raw milk has is... In the fat, in the form of medium chain fatty acids and fat soluble vitamins A and D, in children and the elderly, drinking skim milk results in increased intestinal distress, which is another reason why whole sources of milk is so important. If you, Especially if you aren't able to get a raw milk, source whole milk is your next option. There have been studies since ancient times showing milk as medicine. And when I say milk, guys, I'm talking about raw milk. There has been studies that have shown that raw milk has provided treatment for digestive diseases. Milk has helped cure gastric disorders, especially ulcers for centuries. In June 1884, Professor James Tyson reported in the Journal of American Medical Association on the effectiveness of his raw milk in the treatment of GI diseases, including colitis, IBS, ulcers, gastritis, constipation, hemorrhoids, diarrhea, liver disorders, and gallstones. The French atomist Jean Crouvilleville believed that raw milk was the most important part of the treatment for gastric ulcers. He also used raw milk for treatment for many other GI disorders. Raw milk treats malnutrition in four ways. It spares digestion so that the body can devote energy to healing. It provides every nutrient that we need in easily digestible form. It contains compounds that heal the digestive tract so that nutrients may be better absorbed. And it contains several factors that support a balanced microbiome, including the bifidus factor and special sugars, that serve as food for beneficial bacteria. In the 1880s, the French used raw milk along with potassium iodine to treat alcoholic crisis of the liver. Raw milk makes for beautiful skin. Research has actually shown that raw milk can be used for allergic skin conditions and other autoimmune skin conditions such as dermatitis. The raw milk cure was reported to clear up rashes, skin ulceration, and hives. For millennia, raw milk applied during bathing has served as a treatment to ensure smooth, emollient skin. Dr. James Tyson found that raw milk treatment for diabetes caused most patients to become sugar-free in 4 to 10 weeks. Dr. J.E. Cruey, founder of the Mayo Foundation, also found that raw milk to be an important factor in its treatment for diabetes. Raw milk offers readily available source of immune building nutrients such as vitamins A, D, and C, as well as glutathione. And that is why raw milk is incredible for the immune system. Components in raw milk not only build the immune system, but also inhibit the growth of harmful bacteria such as staph and strep. Raw milk contains enzymes such as LG6 that inhibit rotavirus infections associated with diarrhea in infants. Immune factors in milk, such as lactoferrin, fatty acids, T-lymphocytes, antioxidants, and immune mulitory peptides work to strengthen the immune system, increase cell-mediated immune mechanisms, mobilize white blood cells, and stimulate specific antibodies these factors once again are all destroyed in pasteurization processes. I could truly go on and on and on about raw milk, but I am still learning and I challenge you guys to learn. Again, my source for this entire show and what I challenge you to go check out is the realmilk.com. That's www.realmilk.com and there is so much research on this website. It shows you Different safety studies, actually, not even just a couple, many safety studies. It shows you the shame of pasteurization and how pasteurization is is taking out so many beneficial things that we need. It talks about vitamins and minerals that are in raw milk. It talks about your macronutrients and micronutrients in milk. It talks about different hot topics, how to know where to even start when it comes to raw milk, and so much more. What I also love is there's a raw milk finder. So if you are listening to this and you are like, okay, I think I want to start my raw milk journey. You can actually find a good quality sourced raw milk farmer. If you just search through this website in the right corner, there's an option that says raw milk finder. You can just click that and check out all of the different sources and farmers. But here's a couple things I want to make sure you ask your farmer. Number one, where do your cows spend their time? Big, big factor here. If they are stuck inside all day, that's a red flag. We want them to be in the sun. That gives them more vitamin D to then be able to provide to you. Where do you, another question to ask your farmer is where do your cows eat? Do they graze on grass, alfalfa, hay in the winter, or are they supplemented with corn or even soy feed? How do you milk your cows? Do you milk them by hand or by machine? What measures do you take when milking your cows to ensure that there is no harmful bacteria contaminant your milk products? Another question, do you test for harmful pathogens? And lastly, can I visit your farm and see the cows first hands? Because farmers with integrity will allow you to visit their operation without fear or hesitation. Guys, if there's one takeaway from this show, I'm humbly, humbly sharing that you can change your mind on things. My friends and family who know me well know how much I full on hated dairy. And I truly, truly was like seeing it as such an unhealthy food. And the more I've learned about raw milk, the more I realize is why is it unhealthy? Or why was I having such an issue with it? Well, everything's taken out of it. And I know raw milk isn't for everyone. And and here's the thing, guys. When I talk about things on the show, it doesn't mean that if you don't do them or if you don't jump on this or if you don't do the things, that means that you aren't healthy. But here's just one more option in your toolbox. And, and, and let me tell you guys right now, I... I I am not pouring myself a glass of raw milk. Like I, I never did that in the first place. I'm not doing it now. I'm starting small, which is always what you are encouraged to do. I actually started by putting it in my coffee and using it as my creamer. And now not only do I do that, although I don't have coffee that often, but when I do, I consume it that way. But I've been doing adrenal cocktails to help support my adrenals with some orange juice, some cream of tartar for potassium, some salt, and the raw milk. And I have that every day. And then next, I want to start making raw butter and I want to start cooking with the milk. You just slowly start to incorporate it. It doesn't have to be overnight, snap your fingers. All right, I gotta drink a glass of raw milk. Because let me tell you guys, that does not sound appetizing to me. But again, we are told to do things and we are told that things are bad. And, and maybe not everyone's mind is that, but when someone, when when they, the people in charge, try to tell me that something is good or bad for me, honestly, my first thought is, okay, what's the opposite of that? Because look at us. We are sicker than we've ever been. There is autoimmune disease, inflammatory disease. There are so many people sick. There are so many people that are unable to move with with mental health disorders. And, And again, I'm not saying that milk is the cause of it, but what about the lack of? All of a sudden we are told to fear, fear real milk. So, no one consumes it anymore. And we're missing out on all of these nutritious contents that our ancestors all had. So, now we have to try to fill those voids in other parts of our diet that we just aren't filling. Something to ponder, a conversation to maybe open up, a research topic for you to open up. As I always do, I will link sources in the show notes. And I'll tell you right now, there's only one source is the real milk because that is what I found everything. I've also learned a lot about real milk from wise traditions podcast. I absolutely love it. It's from the Wesson A. Price Foundation. If you are not familiar with the Wesson A. Price Foundation, you absolutely should be. It is a very, very good source of information. And the Wise Traditions podcast has really taught me a lot about real milk as well as this realmilk.com source. I also learned a lot about it in the Real Food for Pregnancy book as well as I shared on a few episodes ago. Don't be closed minded and don't just assume that you shouldn't be consuming things just because we are told not to. Now, I want to end this by saying that I am not a medical professional. This is not medical advice. I always encourage you to do your own research, and I am also encouraging you to ask questions. But please, please, please know that this is not medical advice. This is solely opinion-based and factual-based if you look at all the articles. (laughs) Have a great, great rest of your week, you guys, and I will see you next week with another episode of Informed Consent.